What's up, guys? Welcome back to the weekly podcast. I am sitting here with myself, and we're joined with the beautiful bearded man himself, Mr. Keith Glines. What's up? As well as Harry, aka Ishmael, aka Isaac. He was telling me about how he's uh, he was Usain Bolt on uh, Sunday. Yeah. You ran a marathon. A half marathon. Did you really? Uh, yeah, I did. I don't believe that. So welcome to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Did you really? Yeah, I really did. How was it? It was uh, It was great. I felt, uh, felt alive. How many times did you my, stop? My knees didn't feel alive, but... How many times did you stop? Uh, I actually counted it like yesterday. I think I stopped for like 20 to 30 seconds, like eight times. <laughs> that almost went to mile. Yeah, exactly. Like, you almost I, stopped. That was. But those, it's only like twenty seconds. Tw- for, well, you said like 20 you said twenty to thirty. And twenty said, to 30, th- yeah, 30 seconds. Twenty thirty seconds. I was, yeah, that's yeah, time yeah. number three. All right, I got six more. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. What was your overall time? Uh, two hours and nine minutes and some odd seconds. Dang, yeah. I ran a half marathon in two thousand and twelve. And my time was two hours and 11 minutes. Beat you. Man, that was my first time. Mine too. I'll never do it again. That wow. was awful. I ran 5.5 <laughs> miles on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. On purpose? or um, Yeah, I, I did yeah. the relay of the marathon that he did. Oh, the, y'all were at the same race? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see him there. Yeah. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I didn't see yeah. him. Wait a minute. Where was this? In, in Mobile. In Mobile. Hold on. Y'all were the same race and you didn't know this? Yeah. No, we didn't know at all. <laughs> what? I yeah. thought it was a uh, joke. No. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. We were there. What, what was this for? It's the first light marathon. First light uh, marathon. Yeah. First light. First yes. light. Okay. Gotcha. In it's Mobile. A, um, what? From what I understand, it's a nonprofit. Okay. Um, and they do really good work. I don't know exactly what they do, but I understand they do... Some kind of, yeah. If I told you what it was, I, I, yeah. I would be lying because I really don't know. I would have to say the same thing as Keith. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. <laughs> so, do you want to kick things off with a would you rather? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, a little earlier we were talking about crazy movies. So, um, were we? Keep going. I yeah, think so. So, I just want to know what was the just most outrageous movie from your childhood i'll start country bears <laughs> <laughs> i want to know what the most outrageous movie um, i'll start country bears <laughs> the goonies outrageous meaning you liked it or outrageous meaning it like like it just, you, you didn't like it like just all. weird or weird. just like okay, like gotcha. maybe you liked it but it was also just like weird yeah yeah, yeah. so okay, like I country gotcha. bears for me like great super cool movie but it was weird Looking back on it now, yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my kids like that too. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a little what weird you, and disturbing when you think about it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, same with the Goonies. That I think about the you probably don't even know what that is. I've yeah. heard the name. Just watch it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a bunch of troubled kids, basically, is this- just terrorizing community. It's good. <laughs> that's a great wedding. <laughs> it's a bunch that's of like a, kids just terrorizing people. That's so, like, whoa, that sounds like a horror movie. That's like a, a, a explain a movie plot poorly. Yeah. That could be could <laughs> be the Goonies, could be Children of the Corn. Who knows? <laughs> could be Stranger Things. Who knows? Exactly. A bunch uh, of kids terrorize a town. 
It would, could be my kids when they left the house. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I would say, um, I mean, I didn't think it was awful, but Never Ending Story or Labyrinth. Like, those movies were weird enough to where they, as a kid, kind of scared me, but I also wanted to watch them again. It was like, dude, what? <laughs> you know, as... Uh, yeah. Anyway, kind of scared you, but kind of yeah. I was like, oh, this again. is this is wild. Uh, press play again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I lived in the era where there you, were. You probably had to rewind it. I did. Wow. I had to be kind and rewind it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> what to this place called Blockbuster? You know what you know about Blockbuster? Dude, I know. I know about Blockbuster, dude. Movie gallery. Yeah. 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 Yep. I was that was on the tail end of my childhood, yep. or it was tailing off. At the beginning of my childhood, something like that. Yeah, there's nothing like having to go to a store to rent your movies. There was nothing like it. It was the most exciting part of my week. Yeah, dude, that was yeah. Friday night. Go in there, get some snow caps, and come on home and yeah. make your popcorn. That's yeah, built in movie theater at the house. Oh, yeah, come on. Nostalgic. Mm, good times. <laughs> Good time. I just wanted to see how long I keep the silence going know, right there. All right, so we obviously we're going to talk about Bible and Jesus and those those good things. So we're on week what three? We're on of week three on R.I.P. to my flesh. That's right. The series that we're in is called R.I.P. to the old me, where the world offers us resolutions, tells us we need to be better, and Jesus offers something entirely different. He offers renewal. Um, he offers newness and, uh, last, or excuse me, week one, we talked about saying RIP to my doubt. Uh, last week we talked about saying RIP to prosperity, how as believers, we are called to live a life of suffering. It's like a badge or an indicator that you are actually following Jesus headed in the right direction. And today, this week, we are talking about saying RIP to my flesh, uh, and saying yes to what God wants for our life. And Mr. Keith has the baton. So, Isaac, have you ever felt that the problem is you? Yeah. Like, have you ever gone through life and said, man, the problem really may be me? It's me. <laughs> I, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> That's PC. Good, <laughs> you ever felt that way? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And so I think, you know, in Romans, our base verse for this week, it says this. It says, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came just the right time and died for us sinners. I've struggled with, in my life of of reconciling sinner but yet may the bible also says that we're the workmanship of christ jesus mm -hmm. and so how do we reconcile that i think is the 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 question that the scripture kind of proposes there is it says just at the right time christ came and died for us sinners and i think understanding that leads us to be letting able to let go of kind of the ego there because if we talk about it Jesus always goes to the heart and I think he does here I do see the the conundrum there it's like God made a masterpiece but also at the same time Romans 3:23 like all fall short of the glory of God 
right? Like there's this, well, hold on. You said I'm your, your worksmanship, as it says in Ephesians, but also like I'm imperfect. How can something that was so prized, is that where you're getting at, Keith? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I mean, you, it, says, it says this. It says it, that scripture in Ephesians says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. You can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. But wait just a second. He says that we're sinners. Mm -hmm. So if he's creating us anew, then I think what that means is it's a daily grind of us being reconciled to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And laying down ourselves every day when we get up and saying, God, I just give you myself today. Yeah. Yeah. I would say <clears throat> with the, I'm just pondering on this. So this is, you know, unfiltered thoughts. We are his worksmanship. We are his, uh, you know, most prized creation. I think something that goes along with that is we are the one creation that has access to God, like 100% access to God, forgiveness. We get access to him as our high priest, we get to be co-heirs with him, as it says in Romans, like all of these things. Like, I don't know that it's just, gosh, it's such a complex thought, like to try and wrap your mind around all of that. We are his worksmanship. No other creation gets what we get. Does that make sense? While at the same time, we're sinners, not perfect by any means, but is that making sense? Y'all follow yeah, me? Yeah, totally. Like, it's just like I, my mind is blowing as I'm thinking about this. But I think but I think one of the problems is, is that we hear a lot about your Christ masterpiece. Your Christ masterpiece? Meaning that you, like we teach all the time, right? and we hear in church all the time, and then we don't understand when we struggle with sin. Because if our struggles continue to come, then we're like, God's left us at some point. Mm -hmm. But when I read these scriptures, it's going to be a daily mm -hmm. kind of humbling. That's part of it. Yeah. Of ourselves. Yeah, it's part of it. And I think it's really cool. Paul David Tripp says this. He says, since sin means that you are a bigger danger to you than anything else, so that we... And that's why I led with what I led with is, do you, do you ever feel like you can't get it right? Like he, he says, we're a big, big danger to ourselves. And since it is impossible for you to run from you, there's been times I wanted to run from myself. Mm -hmm. There's only one hope. It is that someone with power, wisdom, and mercy will invade your life, forgive your sin, and progressively deliver you from the hold that sin has. That mercy comes to you in a person, the Lord Jesus Christ, and his mercy is always fresh, uniquely fashioned for the sin struggles of a new day. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, it sounds pretty cliche, but every day we should just get up and give our life to God. Because if he created us and we're his creation and we're in here as masterpiece, then he's got the plan for our life. And so 
many times I've struggled to get out of my own way and just give it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, I think that's what putting down your flesh or in this case, your ego or renewing your heart means. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And in middle school, we talked about, uh, uh, just in the same, just same, uh, area, just like say an RIP to selfishness, uh, which I think, uh, just the, the selfishness of our fleshly desires, like, right. We're saying RIP to that. And in our selfishness, a lot of the times in, uh, especially when it comes to salvation, uh, in middle school, uh, maybe in high school too, y'all have been talking about this, but, uh, we've really just been bringing everything back to, uh, salvation. How, like, uh, when we think of salvation as a goal or something to attain, right, just, we, we, we start to doubt. And whenever we start to doubt, right, we just want to get comfortable. So we're saying RIP to doubt and comfort. Now we're saying RIP to selfishness. And when we get selfish about our salvation, when we get selfish about God, right, we start to think, okay, like I, I've done something. I can do something. I am, I am going to do something that helps my right standing with God. But this verse uh, in Romans, Romans five six, that we've been mentioning, it should, it clearly says, like, right, we're utterly helpless, and just at the right time, Christ came and died, uh, died for us, and so. We're saying RIP to, to to our flesh because we're utter, utterly helpless, right? Like, yeah, we're created in the image of God, but at the t- at the same time, right, we are utterly helpless. Helpless. We cannot save ourselves. We cannot do anything worth anything to God except just give back what is His, and that's us ourselves. And so, what I love about this is like uh, uh, we are the only being in the entire universe that are called sinners, right? A tree isn't called a sinner, a dog, yeah. cat, animal, they're not called a sinner. Like they have no salvation. There is nothing in the universe that has salvation other than us. And that is what makes humans so special. And that's what makes just God's love and compassion for us just so special. And why we should just give everything back to him is because like, he sees us as a sinner and he sees us as his son and daughter at, at the same time. And, uh, and and it's all because of Jesus and what he did on the cross for us uh, uh, that now we get to have a relationship with him. So that's why that's why we should say RIP to our selfishness because whenever we start to think about selfishness in a spiritual sense, right, it's always going to carry over into uh, uh, into the every every other aspect of our life. We'll start getting selfish about every other thing. Uh, but whenever we dial in, say, no, I'm not going to be selfish about my salvation, about my relationship, relationship with the Lord. That's the sweet spot. Uh, I believe we need to, we need to sit in, rest in. I read this yesterday and we can end with this, but it says, because I am a sinner, I need mercy. And because God is merciful, I can face the reality of my sin. I think that line right there pretty much sums up selfishness in it getting rid of selfishness is understanding that because I'm a sinner, I I actually need someone. And so many times in this culture teaches, you don't need anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You just need you. Yep. Cool. I love it. All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in this week as we recapped 
saying RIP to my flesh, my selfishness, what I want so that I can say yes to what God wants for me. We'll catch you next week. 